listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Monday, the 20th of December 2021. Uh, later, will we see a Santa rally on the Australian share market? I'll speak with Junbei Lu in a few moments. But first, are you cancelling your restaurant reservations because of the Omicron variant? Well, ANZ says it hasn't seen that yet, just according to its spending data on its cards. But that's up to the week of December the 18th. And it says overall spend is much the same as last year across the board. So for more, I spoke earlier with Adelaide Timbrell. She is a senior economist at ANZ. So, so far, we're not seeing any uh, local spending caution from the rise in Omicron cases and the rise in cases, particularly in New South Wales. So when we look at dining spending, it has not been hit yet. The latest data we have for that is the 18th of December. So it doesn't necessarily mean that we won't see an impact, just that we haven't seen one yet. And for non-food retail spending, so buying things at the shops, we're not really seeing much of an impact there as well. In fact, when we look at shopping spending, it's actually around 30% higher than what it was in 2019 and almost identical to what we saw last year coming into the Christmas rush. Can we go into a bit more detail about your numbers on dining spending? Even though we're seeing this rise in COVID cases, particularly in Sydney and in, in Melbourne, I mean, I know when it comes personally, I mean, I've pulled back a little bit, but, but your numbers are saying that, that, that there doesn't really seem to be an impact just yet. Can you go into detail why you think that is? When I look at the dining spending, um, there are a few things that we look for to see whether COVID is having an impact. So one of them is that, you know, if there's a big drop, uh, then that's probably a sign that people are being a lot more careful. So in lockdowns, we see a pretty huge drop in dining spending, even though, you know, takeaway is part of that. Another thing that we look for is, you know, is one particular area of Australia acting differently to other areas? So one thing that we looked at really closely was, is New South Wales, where, you know, the increase in cases has been the largest, is there a difference between how their dining spending is changing compared to other parts of Australia? And so far in the dining spending, we're actually seeing that New South Wales and the rest of Australia are just tracking almost exactly with the growth in dining spending. So there hasn't been any real indication that people are slowing down their spending um, in response to being cautious about that local movement. There's never a guarantee. It could be that, you know, for every one person who's feeling a little bit cautious, there's an another person who's super excited to be out of lockdown after a few months and that's, you know, weighing itself out. Or it also could be that there's a bigger uptake and takeaway for those people who are being careful. But generally, even when takeaway is looking really strong, we do tend to see less dining happen when people are moving less. So it is a pretty strong sign that, you know, for the average person, there's not a really big spending impact from that caution from Omicron. What do you think that says about the state of the consumer then if we if we have a look at that that dining spend? I think overall it's showing that, you know, people aren't afraid to spend money and that for every person who's feeling really cautious about moving around, there's another person who's feeling really excited to be moving around. So overall what we see in our consumer confidence data is that people feel just as confident about their finances as they did before Delta. We think we're seeing that people really don't expect to become unemployed. So unemployment expectations are at a 24-year low. Uh, so when people look at their own money, 
money situation. There's certainly nothing stopping them from spending money. And from the spending data as well, it doesn't seem like the average person has decided to stay home a little bit more and have their own simulated lockdown spending behaviour yet. That doesn't mean that it won't happen. It just means that we haven't seen it come through the data so far. But Omicron is impacting on spending on travel? Yeah, so we are seeing um, some ongoing COVID impacts on travel, particularly in Sydney. Um, One of the places that we look at to get a sense of how Sydney might be tracking with Omicron in particular is Melbourne. Sydney and Melbourne have both had lockdowns. They both have the largest number of cases coming in day to day in Australia. Um, But Melbourne, we actually have seen that the accommodation spending for Melbourne has really come up really strong since November. And it's now around 70% of pre COVID levels, whereas Sydney is still down at 30% of pre-COVID levels. We don't expect either Sydney or Melbourne to get to 100% in the short term because both cities rely on a lot of business travel, a lot of interstate travel and a lot of international travel. So getting to 100% in these conditions is unrealistic. But when we look at the difference between Sydney and Melbourne, we are seeing a really clear sign that people might be avoiding Sydney a little bit more than usual, not really wanting to do travel in that area. Regional New South Wales, though, is actually looking almost as strong as regional Victoria and the rest of Australia is looking that little bit stronger as well. So we're actually seeing that accommodation spending is higher than it was in 2019 at the moment after an 18 months of some pretty bumpy roads. That's showing that people will still want to go see their family or travel around that kind of Christmas and New Year period, um, but just really not to Sydney, it seems. Adelaide Timberall there from ANZ. Now, when consumers spend, it typically bodes well for the Australian share market and we would normally see a Santa rally. Are we seeing it this year? Well, today the S&P ASX 200 fell by 0.2 points to 7,292. For more, I spoke earlier with June Bay Lu from Tribeca Investment Partners. Look, what's driving the market is a combination of number of things. Um, first of all, is a little bit of fear about this. Uh, what's uh, what's going to happen with this Omicron? And it is causing a little bit of fear. And we're seeing a bit of profit taking ahead of, um, you know, the all important long Christmas holiday. One of the major stories today is Magellan, a huge loser on the market. Why? Look, Magellan just reported that one of its, actually not one of its, the largest institutional investor had left them. Um, And uh, that represents almost 18% of the total funds under management. Uh, It said it will have a material impact on its earnings. And of course, it will have a meaningful impact on what the outlook might look like because um, what other institutional investors might do. So share price taking a dive is now down more than 30% um, from yesterday's close and um, is uh, potentially moving lower. Typically, we'd see what's called a Santa rally leading into Christmas, right? Can you run us through what's happened this year, why, and how does it compare with previous years? Look, typically the Santa rally really is about um, when, uh, um, you know, when investors feeling pretty good heading into Christmas, when consumer has a lot of money to spend, uh, when corporate has a lot of money to spend and usually lead to a very good Christmas and the share price normally reflect of that. Now, this year is a little bit different because it's been an incredible year. Share market has returned an incredible amount of return. And what we're seeing is actually the reverse of it. People are taking the money off the table uh, and actually, um, you know, trying to stay um, ahead of what uh, the Omicron might, um, might, might impact the prices. So, um, you know, we're, we're seeing that little bit of weakness actually leading into the Christmas. And when we look ahead into 2022, what do you think will be the key themes for the new year and how does that impact the way you're going to invest? 
Look, the investing is always the same. So you find a good quality company and buy them at the good prices. Now, 2022 is going to be another year of positive returns, but we're not going to say a see very similar return compared to the last couple of years because it's been incredible. But next year, we're still going to be positive, but a lot of those returns will be dominated by dividends um, and the returns will be dominated by companies whose earnings will recover from the pandemic low levels, things like travel, things like um, you know shopping centers and the like. So we will see um, positive return, but it is certainly going to be a year. Um, it's going to be more volatile. Junbei Lu there from Tribeca Investment Partners. And don't forget, this is the last week of the SBS on the Money podcast and vodcast. Uh, Thursday will be the last podcast. Uh, we'll take a bit of a break for the new year and we'll return in February. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision. (laughs) 